welcome to the Unstuck Your Life podcast. I'm your host and life coach, Pamela Hughes. Every week, we're going to start to wiggle loose in area of your life that has got you stuck. Hello, hello. How y'all doing out there right now? Doing good? Doing all right? Awesome. So happy to hear it because it is the new year, right? Full of new opportunities and new possibilities, right? You see that all over Facebook and Instagram or whatever it is that you're looking at these days. But these new opportunities and new possibilities are anything but new. In fact, they happen every year right around this time. Yeah. The thrill, the hope, the excitement of doing something you've always wanted to do. Those goals, those dreams, those resolutions. Something to go after or achieve. But at some point in time, you either got distracted or overwhelmed in years past. Maybe you lost focus, motivation. Yeah, that happens too, quite a bit, right around this time of year. But you may not realize it for a few more weeks. It's usually about February when people start to kind of give up on those resolutions, those goals, those dreams, whatever it is that they've been looking to do and change in a new year. And that's why I'm here to give it to you straight, to tell you what's likely going to happen to those goals, those resolutions, plans, whatever it is that you call it, and then what you can do about it. And no, it's not like I can predict the future, but I do have a good guess when it comes to these kinds of things. So I want you to see if you can relate to what I'm about to describe. You've been thinking about making a change in life, and maybe this happens for you every year right around this time. For some people, it may happen mid-year or towards the end of the year. doesn't matter, all right? Whenever it is, you think about making a change. Maybe it's health-related, relationship-related, financially-related, or maybe it's this hobby that you've always wanted to take up, an instrument you've always wanted to learn, or maybe a place that you've always wanted to visit. Whatever it is, I want you to take a moment and just think about what it is that you want. Give yourself permission to want it. Like actually just want it without justification or explanation, just straight up desire. Allow yourself to want what you want just because. Feels pretty good, huh? A lot of times we feel like we have to justify or explain why we want things. I'm giving you permission to just want what you want, all right? Because it feels great. It feels inspiring. It feels intriguing and exciting. It feels new and possible. And this is the space where like you allow yourself to, to dream a bit, to visualize yourself doing the thing and loving it. And it's really not just the thing that you're doing that you love. If we're being real, it also is who you've become on the journey of accomplishing that goal of going after that dream, of taking on that new hobby or traveling, whatever it is that's also just absolutely lighting you up. It's something new because you can't get a life, like a new way of being, a new relationship, a new hobby, a talent or adventure by doing what you've always done. You got to do something new. You have to learn some new skills, navigate some uncertainty, fall down, get back up, do it all over again. Realize that Things didn't go the way you thought they would go, but yet you kept going, showing up for whatever it is that you wanted and showing up for yourself. Now, chances are those last few lines 
showing up for what you want and showing up for yourself either really motivated you and you're like, yeah, I feel you, Pamela. Or maybe that self-doubt started to creep in. And you really start to wonder if you have what it takes to get or to do what you really want. That doubt is there. And I want to tell you, totally normal. It's totally normal. There is nothing wrong with doubting or questioning if you have what it takes to get what you want. The problem comes when you start to believe that it isn't for you. When instead of blazing a new trail towards what you want, you just hop on that old path of what you know, because it's easy. Yeah, it may not be the life that you want, but at least you know what to expect on that old path. It's pretty worn out. You know where it ends up. And there it is settling. Many of us do it. We settle for what we know over what we truly want. It's like we're in this box and we may be cramped in that box and uncomfortable and going nowhere, but at least I know what it feels like in that box. It may not be the box I want, but you know what? I'm familiar with this box. There's a sense of comfort in knowing what to expect, even if we don't like what we're getting. If you go after something new and you get into a new box, well, then you don't know what to expect there. And that can be scary. Can you relate to this? I think a lot of you are feeling what I'm saying here. I know that box. I know that like box of discomfort that like, even though I don't really like what's going on in here, at least I know what to expect because for years I lived in that box, maybe even close to a decade. And at that time in my life, I, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do next. I just knew that what I was doing wasn't working and I didn't know how to bust out of the box. You too? Yeah? Can I get an amen on that one? Mm-hmm. So how do you bust out? How do you stop starting over? How do you double down on the commitment to yourself when all you want to do is quit? How do you achieve those goals and those resolutions you set out for yourself year after year after year, but they don't come to fruition? How do you change that? Two things. Change in those areas of your life require two things. Just two. Ready? You want them? Want me to lay them on you? All right, here we go. Consistency and commitment. Consistency and commitment. That's what you need. So I'm going to break these down for you so that you can start getting out of your own way and start actually doing the things you say you want to do. You ready? All right, let's start with consistency. Just so we're all on the same page, I, I want to define what it means to be consistent, all right? What is consistency? Well, it means always acting or behaving in the same way. It also means the quality or fact of staying the same at different times. All right, so what the heck does that have to do with goals or resolutions and, and, and why is it so important? Well, if you are consistently doing the things you need to do in order to get what you want, you're going to eventually get it. You're going to eventually get it. Yeah, that's how it works. If you are consistently following your diet or your protocol, guess what? You're going to lose weight. If you are consistently lifting weights, you're going to get stronger. If you're consistently going out on dates, you're eventually going to find someone you like. And if you are consistently practicing an instrument, you're going to learn it. If you're consistently speaking a new language, you're going to get better at it. You get the point, okay? Consistency is 
key. Now, some of you out there right now are going, oh, no, that's not the case, Pamela. You know what? If I consistently did this, I wouldn't get what I necessarily wanted. I just want you to pay attention to your brain and what your brain is offering you there. And is that serving you? Is that valuable? Are those thoughts that your brain is chit-chattering to you right now helping you get where you want to go? Or are they going to keep you in that box that is uncomfortable, but at least you know what to expect? Consistency sounds pretty simple, sure, (laughs) but it is not easy. The concept is simple, but the application not easy because consistency requires a level of commitment, which happens to be the second key to achieving what you want. Number two, commitment. And again, I, I want to define these words for you, not because you've never heard them before or you're not familiar with them, but these words are very popular in our day-to-day language, and we just kind of throw them around without truly understanding what they mean. And so what I'm giving you are my definitions, kind of spliced with the definition from like Merriam-Webster's dictionary and all of those things. But when we say these things, what do they really mean? Like, what does consistency mean to you? What does commitment mean to you? We also throw around words like willpower. Well, what does willpower mean to you? When you fully have an understanding of what those words mean to you, then you are empowered by them. Instead of just using them as a catchphrase or an idea describing something that you haven't really fleshed out yet. So, again, commitment is dedicating yourself to something, like a person or a cause. Definition. And we use the word commitment a lot in dating and marriage. So when you are in a committed relationship with someone, it means you're not dating or seeing anyone else. You are dedicated to your partner. You're committed to your partner. Now, that doesn't mean temptation or attractive people suddenly magically disappear off the face of the earth. Sure, you know what? That guy at the bar or that girl at the gym may be cute. But you made a commitment to your significant other. So the idea of acting out on that thought that the person is cute, not even an option. Why? You're committed. Same thing when you are committed to your health. I, for one, learned a few years ago that I have a gluten intolerance, a gluten, a gluten sensitivity. I don't say it's a gluten allergy per se because I'm not a celiac. Like I don't have celiac disease. But gluten like wreaks havoc on my body and creates a ton of inflammation. I am committed to being gluten-free. When I go to an Italian restaurant, I get a salad or I get a gluten-free pizza or I get salmon. I don't get pasta. I love pasta. I love bread. I could live off of bread, my friends. I can't tell you the last time I had bread was probably about two years ago. Why? Because I am committed. It doesn't matter the day or the time or the place. It's what I do. It doesn't change with the season or the restaurant or whosoever's house I'm going to. Like, I am committed to this. Commitment is key to achieving what you want because it means you're dedicated. I mean, if someone cheats on you every time they see someone attractive, they're not committed. If you're eating French fries and burgers every time you go out to eat, you're not committed to eating healthy. If you use the excuse of a rough day at work as a reason not to hit the gym, guess what? Not commitment. No. Commitment requires you to say no to the instant gratification for the long-time reward. Think about that. Like, I'm committed to being gluten-free, so I say no to the pasta at the restaurant in order for my body to feel good in the long term. 
I say no to the short-term gratification for the long-term reward. It's the same thing with commitment. So if you're buying new bags and shoes you really don't need with money you really don't have, then my friend, you are not committed to paying off that credit card even though you say you are. We often say we're committed. But when push comes to shove, and doing what we say we're going to do doesn't seem easy or convenient, we cave. That's not commitment. That's quitting. Told you. Straight talk today. And the last person in the world you ever want to quit on is yourself. The reality is if you did the work you're avoiding, you'd have the results you want. I'll say it again. If you did the work you're avoiding, you'd have the results you want. Again, another simple concept to embrace, but one that is super hard to apply. Let me give you a bit of an example here. What I mean by this, every Sunday or eh, maybe early Monday, depending on what I've got going on over the weekend, I sit down and I calendar my week. Sometimes it's my week, sometimes it's two weeks, but all the to-dos, appointments, all that kind of stuff, I get down onto a piece of paper. And then I also decide what I want to accomplish that week. Like what are the results I want to have achieved by the end of the week? And then I kind of reverse engineer what I have to do in order to get those results, like all the tasks necessary to get that all done. And then I put that all, all the to-dos, all the items on my calendar. And it's a great feeling. Oh, it is such a great feeling. Like I feel productive and organized and I've got clarity and organization in my week, all things that I personally kind of crave. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, right? Wrong. Wrong. Writing it down and planning it out is one thing. Actually doing it when it shows up on your calendar? <laughs> My friends, that is a whole different ballgame. And this is the part of the ballgame. This is the part of the game of life people don't talk about so often. So here goes. Whether it is calendaring, cleaning the house, applying for the job, eating the salad, whatever it is you need to do to get the result you want, you're going to have to do things you don't want to do. Yeah, you're going to have to do things to get the results you ultimately want, plain and simple. If you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always gotten. You've probably heard that before. So like for me, when it's Thursday at 10 a.m. and I see on my calendar that this is when I have put in slated time to log my receipts for my business expenses, I know my brain is going to freak out. I know my brain is not going to want to do it. And my brain is going to say, hey, you know what? You've already done a lot this morning. You know, why don't you go grab yourself a cup of coffee and maybe return that phone call? See see how that post is, is doing on Instagram. I mean, all things that sound productive, right? I know my brain is going to try to distract me because I hate doing that kind of office administrative work. I really don't. I dread it. Not my jam. I am not going to, quote unquote, feel like doing it. And that's okay. Do it anyway. Mm hmm. Do it anyway. Know that your brain is going to distract you and give you all the reasons why you shouldn't do the thing that you say you need to do in order to get what you want and do it anyway. I mean, I want to build a successful life coaching business, one that helps change the lives of as many people as possible. That is the result that I ultimately want. So I have embraced the idea that I'm going to have to do a lot of things I don't like, like logging my receipts for business expenses in order for that to happen. I've embraced the discomfort. Mm, that's a good one. One of my mentors, Brooke Castillo, says, 
Discomfort is the currency of your dreams. <laughs> Discomfort is the currency of your dreams. People, if you want something, you're gonna have to work for it, plain and simple. You're going to be uncomfortable, and that's okay. In fact, it's a good thing. It means you're doing it right. Yeah. Discomfort isn't bad. It's actually good. Now, it may not feel good because you're stepping outside of your comfort zone. You're doing new things. That is uncomfortable, and it's okay. Let it be uncomfortable. It means you're doing it right. So what are you willing to embrace? What discomfort are you willing to feel now to get what you want later? Who are you willing to become on this journey of achieving what it is you truly want? Yeah, I know. Those are some pretty heavy questions. But I invite all of you to answer them. So like, just take a moment. Look at your phone, radio, computer right now. Whatever it is that you're listening to this podcast on, see the timestamp on the podcast. And when you're finished with it, Go grab a piece of paper and a pen, come back to this point in this episode and answer these questions. What are you willing to embrace? What discomfort are you willing to feel now to get what you want later? Who are you willing to become on this journey of achieving what it is you truly want? Those questions are going to give you such tremendous clarity and you know what? If you need some help with any of it, reach out. Hit me up on either Instagram, Facebook, at Pamela Hughes Coaching. Happy to help you out there. Because here's the thing, folks. Nike was right. Just do it. Yeah. Do the thing. Do it. Change does not require motivation. It requires consistency and commitment. And if you're willing to be uncomfortable, you are going to get to see what you are capable of. Because it is your responsibility to push yourself. No one else is going to do it for you. They're your dreams. They're your goals. That means they're your responsibility. And if you want to stop starting over and you need help with that, go to PamelaHughesCoaching.com and schedule your free session with me. Because you can do this and I can help you along the way. Especially if you've had trouble with it in the past. Because I'm going to tell you right now, everyone, everyone comes to a point in their life, their dreams, their goals, when they want to quit. It is what you do at that moment that determines who you are. All right, my friends, I'll see you next time. Hey there, podcast listeners. If you're feeling stuck and you want to start wiggling loose, head on over to my website, PamelaHughesCoaching.com and sign up for a free session to see if life coaching is for you. Again, that's PamelaHughesCoaching.com. Hope to chat with you soon.